There are so few. If 10,000 rattlesnakes was coming down that aisle now, and I had a door here I could shut, and in that 10,000, 1,000 meant right. 1,000 rattlesnakes didn't want to bite me. I knew they were good. Should I let all these rattlesnakes come down, hoping that that 1,000 get together and form a shield? Or should I just close the door and stay safe? Hmm. That is a prolific question and a really interesting comment that Muhammad Ali gave in a BBC interview, 1971. I think this really resonated with me in a way that helped me understand the circles that I am, that I'm in, um, other people and their experiences. Muhammad Ali talked about a lot of racial disparity and a lot of racial issues, a lot of institutionalized racism that was happening in the U.S. And being uh, that perspective can't be shared by many people or the understanding, right? Immigrants have a very different experience in America than foundationally black Americans. But still, those of us that are really um, indoctrinated, I guess, really, really like got into the culture, understood how much devastation was wrought by things that happened two generations ago and in, in further. We could even say currently. But that racial issue had me thinking about um, women because of this podcast specifically. Um, women that I'm interested in dating and their history with men. And what percentage of that of those men may have given her a bad uh, experience, right? Or what percentage of her what percentage of the men that she's encountered in a romantic sense has given her reason to distrust has given her reason to be uh, on guard, has given her reason to be a little vindictive, maybe, uh, vengeful, uh, or, you know what I mean, to be open, to be loving, to being vulnerable, um, to being giving. Uh, I can't discount those while, while speaking of um, how many of us have um, hurt. But again, what, of, what, you know, what percentage of that is a small percentage? And really understanding the experiences that a lot of us have or understanding that we don't know, but knowing that we can link it to something. Um, I can't understand the plight of women as much as I try to and the experiences that they've had at the hands of men. But I can absolutely understand the experiences and the history that uh, black America has had with institutionalized racism when it comes to um, what that does for the mentality what that does for your desire to be in multicultural groups, what that does for your desire to be exposed or interested in things that aren't innately part of your specific culture, right? So somebody will watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air 10 times, maybe five times a year or something like that, the entire series, but never once has thought to watch um, Breaking Bad or uh, A Clockwork Orange, or Spirited Away, you know, Ponyo, 
or any of these um, cultural films or fantastic films, Parasite, but because they are not part of their specific or our specific or your specific immediate culture, it more than likely will not get attention. And man, that's been a really difficult thing to think about because of how little I represent the culture mixture, I think, that I've been exposed to, right? Um, there's this, there's this, uh, I guess, danger now, right? And as, I mean, it's happened for a long time. There's this understanding about whiteness in America. But I want to kind of expand on that and, and see that I've, I understand that, you know, people from Australia, people from Europe, there is whiteness that exists. But moving to Mexico and living in Mexico for some time, it just, it kind of shocks me to see it here. And I can't really understand why. I'm not familiar um, with Mexico's history. I'm not familiar with the plight of the indigenous people. But I am seeing, like, starkly, like, people in, in like, I just see whiteness. I see, like, a lot of whiteness. And that got me thinking about my own life, my own experiences, and how much of an outsider I was in the culture that I grew up in, in the culture I grew up around. So, of course, I listened to the music. I consumed as many as, a move, as many of the movies as I've been able to be exposed to at that time. But there wasn't the um, enveloping into black culture that happened for me. I was very much an outsider of it. Learned it on my own. Parents being immigrants, I was, you know, technically not even first generation, I guess. But I was enculturated in, in American culture, in black American culture specifically, because... Um, a conversation has to have that those are very distinct cultures. But man, what an interesting experience thinking about whiteness, thinking about whiteness here in Mexico, and then thinking about what that uh, effect has, or thinking about what my relationship to whiteness is. Um, yeah, yeah, that's... That's been on my mind as I'm gathering these notes for the next part. And I guess I just wanted to release this as a little Lucy. Um, I'm not really quite sure how it's going to fit into my next episode. But this is something I thought about. And um, yeah, what an interesting concept like my relationship to whiteness. I definitely have uh, my own difficult experiences, but I've also had really beautiful ones. I also feel like there is an innate risk. Um there's there's just that risk of somebody saying that you did something that you may not have and culturally people are just siding with people that are of the fair skin um in my experiences and the experiences that have been that have been perpetuated in the you know mainstream media that I've been consuming so it really gives me pause and it does it's like having a police officer ride by you even though you're not doing anything wrong and you have all your papers in order just that like clenching of the butt cheeks happens sometimes whenever you're doing I don't know, being a little bit too risky Or you're not even being risky But it feels like you're being risky And how things could turn for whatever reason And um, yeah, I'm acutely aware That I have those feelings 